Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Great to be here with you again. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086-1800-658 if you'd like to get in touch. Here's Whitney Houston. There's Whitney Houston dancing with somebody. On LMFM's 11 to 1, Sinead Brazel here with you. How are you getting on? You can get in touch 086-1800-658. I'd love to hear from you. I feel like a bit of a fool, gombean, eejit this morning. I'm f- just raging, raging with myself. I've been telling you a lot, you know, about different scams that are going around. And, you know, we were talking about that particularly, you know, during lockdown and, you know, the last little while, you know, with parcels and packages and all that kind of thing. And I cannot believe that I almost fell hook, line and sinker for one this morning. So what happened was I was preparing for the show and a mobile number that I didn't recognise came up. Now, a normal one, like an 086 number came up and I thought it was actually a guest for the show trying to get in touch with me or a potential guest, maybe. So I answered it. And then there was this sort of automated message that I didn't really kind of understand. And then there was a a guy basically was brought through to a guy and uh, I says, okay, Uh, he he said he's from Amazon Prime and he says, uh, we're ringing to inform you your Amazon Prime subscription for the year is up. And I kind of thought, okay, that could be actually about right. All right. Um, Do I want to cancel the subscription or and get a refund or do I want to continue? And now like thinking back to this, I should have twigged immediately a refund. Sorry, what now? But uh, of course, in the kind of midst of all of this, because I'll, I'll admit I was frazzled trying to prepare for the show, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I says, uh, no, no, like I'll continue. I'm happy enough. He then said I needed to download some app that's kind of like this remote control app thing that you can use anywhere uh, through the Play Store. You know, you download it. So finally, I'm starting to kind of get suspicious and I say, well, what, oh, sorry, why do I need this now? Um, now, luckily at this stage, I didn't give out any personal details or anything like that. But he says, oh, there's a verification code, um, something or other I have to input it into, uh, you know, whatever, my website if I want to continue. And I said, 
sorry I'm not doing that like this just sounds mad this sounds completely like a scam and then all of a sudden boom the line goes dead then at that point and I just feel like a fool and I'm so angry that I actually even entertained him in the first place this is what they're doing now you know they're preying on people uh, you know particularly when you're distracted as well and you just answer the phone I'll be on double alert now I really will Um, so if anyone is claiming to be Amazon ringing you maybe just be on your guard because normally in this situation and I know this you know they ring up and they say um, hi am I speaking to uh, the account holder uh, can you verify your name and then they'll say what's your date of birth uh, what did you eat for dinner last week all these questions they ask you before they even launch into what they're going to tell you so I and of course I know that but in the moment this morning I forgot all about that and I was almost downloading an app on my phone some remote control app device thing that uh, could get access to God and he knows what God only knows what? Um, so yeah, just said I'd warn you about this. It is doing the rounds. Um, funny, actually, I was talking to, to Maggie on the Michael Reed show about this and she says, oh yeah, like if anybody, um, even if it's a service provider that I'm with, if they ring me and ask me, you know, anything, I just hang up from them. <laughs> She's up straight away and just disconnects it. So there you go. But if they do ring you, they normally ask you about 10 different things about yourself before they and to verify all of that before they actually launch into what they're going to call you for. But there you go. Almost completely fooled, bamboozled by a scam artist. God knows where he is on the other side of the world. But anyway, there you go. Just be on alert, people. And if you know of any other scams that are doing the rounds, let us know so that I can be doubly informed now and be more on alert. But yeah raging raging with myself this morning Eliza Doolittle pack up your troubles on LMFM's 11 to 1 uh, getting a message in on 086 1800 658 from Gina uh, she says got the same text Sinead I don't have Amazon at all got another last night with a text about AO 192 on post my daughter did do an order online for me so she said press nothing postman was also telling me that on post charge 3 euro never anything below it yeah I've gotten a couple of those as well, where they sort of say, you owe this or there's a parcel here and you're kind of going, I didn't order anything here, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, yeah, I just, oh, look at, they're, they're out, they're out to try and scam you any way they can. They're getting more and more inventive. They really are. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll park that for the moment. I have issued that warning, but, um, yeah, don't fall for it like I did this morning. Anyway, anyway, moving on. And I want to tell you about this because I was talking to one of the organisers yesterday about this and this is happening in Carrickmacross at the weekend and it's all in aid of the proceeds are going to the Carrick Cancer Society. Okay, so it's happening Sunday, 10th of July, Callens at the Bridge, Carrickmacross from 2pm. And basically it's a day slash into the night of just amazing music. You've got Johnny Brady in there. Yeah, yeah. You've got Blue Moose. You've got After Dark. You've got Brendan McGahey. You've got Electric Lemon. Uh, who else is in there? Rockabilly Rebels. Uh, there's a Bits and Pieces band, the Monty Crew and Rising Stars Stage School and also Born to Perform Stage School. They're all taken to the stage in memory of Martin O'Neill who was a man that was big into the music around the place and always a big, big supporter of Carrick Cancer Society. He sadly passed away a year or so ago, but his family and his friends want to keep up his great work for Carrick Cancer Society. He always puts a gig on every year, so they're keeping it up, which is lovely. Uh, So this is happening on Sunday. 
As I say, Callens of the Bridge, Carrick Macross from 2pm. So adults, the tickets are €20 euro and kids are a fiver for under 12s as well. And they're available from Keegan's News Agents or Callan of the Bridge. There's going to be barbecue, face painting and face painting and lots of family fun. And I just think it's lovely that they're keeping this going in memory of Martin O'Neill, a great man in the local area who was always, uh, you know, helping and supporting Carrick Cancer Society. So that is happening on Sunday, if you'd like to go along to that, there you go now. There's your Sunday afternoon with the kids completely sorted. Now, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane on the programme today because today is a day all about puckering up, kissing. It's International Kissing Day. I'm going to tell you all about this just after these. 11 to 1. With Yeah, we're talking about this today. Get ready to reminisce about that deliciously awkward moment when your lips first touched somebody else's. Because today is International Kissing Day. Oh yeah, I've got lots of kissy facts for you uh, to come. But uh, I want to hear from you. I want to hear about your first kiss, if you care to share. On 86 658 There's always such a build-up, isn't there? to a first kiss whether it's your very very first kiss which was just nerve wracking and knee knocking and all of that or whether it's you know just with somebody new from the fir- for the first time a new relationship or whatever it is I do remember mine chances are you remember yours I'll share mine just to get the ball rolling okay I remember the guy as well but I'm not going to tell you who it is uh, <laughs> could potentially be listening local radio uh, I do remember the build up to it as well uh, my friends who were sort of you know more let's say experienced in the kissing situation told me what to do they were shoving chewing gum into my mouth all of that and uh, I remember going up behind a house in an estate that was kind of only being developed and built at the time I know very naughty children Uh, the awkward conversation of course I think it was about 12 maybe going on 13 I look at I was late I'd say to the L first kiss and then the nervous lean in and clang the bang of teeth the slobber and I would imagine both of us not really enjoying it. Let's just say I didn't kiss that particular boy again. Uh, like I said, I'm sure it was horrific for him as well. Uh, <laughs> I hope I've gotten better over the years. But there you go. First kiss story. Do you want to share your first kiss story with me? Ah, go on. It's International Kissing Day. You can keep it anonymous. You don't have to put names on it. We just want to hear about your first kiss. Do you remember what age you were? Where you were, where did the kiss take place? Behind the sheds or behind a house that was only being built like me. (laughs) Maybe it was on the back of the bus. Where did your first kiss take place? What was it like? 086-1800-658. Go on, share an old kissy story with me. Hello, I'm Harry. The best mix on LMF. There's Harry as it was on LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, you're reluctant this morning. We do have one in 086-1800-658. We are talking about... Where now? Where is the romantic music? Oh, there we go. We're talking about our first kiss. It is International Kissing Day today. Look, it's never pretty, is it? There's a lot of slobbers, a lot of head banging, maybe. Do you know? Uh, sometimes you get an old lip bite that wasn't supposed to be. 
It's never perfect, the first kiss. But, you know, I think today is a good day to pay tribute to them. This is coming in on 86 658 My first kiss was with my first boyfriend. I was 13. I invited him over. And when my dad was asleep, ah, and we were watching Can't Buy Me Love, that'll tell, me, tell you my age. We kissed. Our braces did clash. And there was a lot of spit, says this message. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. I like that. The move when the parent falls asleep. That's a good one. Also, the the other great move is, you know, in the cinema, when it's dark as well, and he does the yawn, the yawn and the lean over with the hand. Love it. I'm all about that stuff. Go for it, is what I say. I mean, people might roll their eyes at it. I think it's extremely sweet. We're talking about International Kissing Day today. Uh, did you know that uh, women outnumber men when it comes to brushing their teeth twice per day uh, leading to (laughs) that's why women initiate kisses more there you go so women are more likely than their male counterparts to initiate an early morning kiss as well possibly because we kind of care more about our teeth so we're less worried about bad breath this is according to dental plans go figure anyway uh, they also have men outnumbered when it comes um, we brush our teeth twice a day but the odds of a woman telling her partner whether he or she has bad breath are just about even regardless of gender women are also more forthcoming when it comes to telling their partner if they have something stuck in their teeth so there you go but we're more likely to initiate the smutch we are. The El Gals are. I uh, want to hear your first kiss stories this morning. Come on. 86 658 There they are. Westlife. Uptown girl. On LMFM's 11 to 1. Yeah, we're getting a couple of kissy stories in now. That's good. First kiss story. Keep them coming in. We'll get back to them in a little while. 86 658 <laughs> Or the shift. As so- saying here when did you get your first shift oh Ginny 0861800658 now um, really excited to, to introduce you to my next guest because I met herself and her cousin Rachel at an event in Ardgillen Castle recently and I had to bring them on the show to tell them all about uh, tell you all about Sister Shed so this is um, being set up uh, and established all around the country and the Sister Sheds will be coming to Stamullen tonight they are opening tonight I'm going to be chatting to Shireen Hughes she's one of the founders of Sister Sheds she's going to join us just after these 11 to 1 Two Dublin cousins are on a mission to get women of all ages and backgrounds together as their sister sheds concept is resulting in groups being established all over the country. It's an idea that came out of the first COVID lockdown. Rachel and Shireen Hughes wanted to create a sense of community spirit among women that they remember from growing up in the 80s. And after successfully launching their own shed in Thingless, word spread and groups started popping up all over the country. And tonight, a new sister shed is going to be launched in Stamullen. I had to find out more about them. I'm delighted to be joined by one of the founders of Sister Sheds, Shireen Hughes. She's on the line with me now. How are you doing, Shireen? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited to speak to you because, as you might recall, we met at the Ladies' Day event in Ardgillen Castle and I just loved the talk that you gave that day and I had to invite you on the show. But tell me, where did the idea for Sister Sheds come from? Um, so, yeah, it just came, me and Rachel sitting down talking Um so I suppose it went back to probably, uh, I'd say, six, seven years ago. Um, I probably went through like a really, really, really hard time because I lost my mum, who was not only my mum, my best friend, sister, everything that a mother could be. She was a very big community activist herself um, and she was a spiritual medium. 
and she had gone on holiday to just get away from a bit of drama that was going on and she went to Turkey and when she got to Turkey she passed away so that was the start of my dark days and then I suppose 10 months later I lost my dad and that was another that was just another double whammy and then I had just rippled on from there and I had to find a way to try and claw myself out of the dark as they say so eventually a couple of years on I did start to find the light again and I started to live and feel happy and know that was okay to be happy and I started to rely on friends and get back in that kind of social network and community spirit and I thought that okay so there is light at the end of the tunnel and then I suppose we rolled into COVID and then that was like oh here we go again but I suppose that didn't scare me as much as the darkness that I had been in prior to that so um Anyway, coming up to the end of 2021, um, me and Rachel were talking and I was just saying, you know what, when I look back at um, what I went through at that time, I couldn't, I didn't see a way out and I can imagine what what women go through and in general just not being able to speak up and say how they're feeling and worried about judgment and worried about um, not being in a safe space and worried about what people are going to say if they say that oh god you know I feel emotionally literally ruined as in I'm on the floor and then they start to get judged by like oh god she can't cope and she can't do this and she can't do that when really sometimes you just go through little traumas in our life that really messes up mm. so I said I'd love to build like you know bring it back to you know do you remember the 80s like where you kind of sat around and the women would be out and the children would be playing yeah. I know I know with, um, I suppose, social media and stuff, things are very different now. And it, it was just trying to bring it back to where it used to be, to where we grew up. And there was not as much pressure, not as much judgment, not as much. It was just a bit of a safer environment, really. So. Yes, absolutely. And and like, I agree completely with everything that you're saying. I mean, you know, particularly, you know, with regards to lockdown, a lot of things that might have been impacting us in our day to day lives before that now seemed amplified in lockdown. And you're so right. This idea of, you know, I remember it myself, my mum, and she still would a lot now, even today, you know, pop up to her neighbour, that kind of thing. But they used to sit outside, like you say, talk over the walls. We'd be yeah. playing over, you know, with the, the other kids. There was this bigger sense of community. And now we are in our own bubbles. So I love that this is kind of where Sister Sheds kind of was born out of. It's this idea of bringing women together to just connect with each other, really. Literally, and just not being afraid, like just in a safe space. Like a lot of people built a lot of social anxiety as well. Mm. So, I mean, and even for me, I think after COVID, it was kind of like, this sounds a bit dramatic, but kind of like if, I, if, I, if anyone touches off me, I'm going to die. Oh, yeah, like, I know, like I know. So uh, it was just then when I started to get safer and stuff. So I had said to Rachel, look, do you want it? I'd love to do a group. I don't know how we're going to do this, but wouldn't it be great? So we started in Finglas. And 10 months on, I think on the 20th, tonight we have Stamullen opening up, which is, I think, our 17th. Wow. And then on the 27th of uh, July, we have Dolphin's Barn open up, which will be our 18th sister shed. And God knows where else. Like, we would love a sister shed on every corner because the camera, the, I know there's sometimes people are really open and they get to talk and we get to kind of, I'm a life coach myself, so we kind of banter back and forward mm-hmm. and try and like help people like figure it out. But in general, it's ladies just getting together and just saying, you know what? Like, wouldn't you love to learn about this? Wouldn't you love to do this? We don't really go educational as in like, not, and not that I wouldn't. If someone said to me, we'd love to learn about computers, I would do my best to sort. Yes. Someone to come in and do that for them. 
but a lot of it is about self-healing and, mm-hmm. you know, self-worth and, you know, we're just picking each other up the whole time, empowering each other, supporting each other um, and just letting each other know it's safe to be where we're at at the moment. And, you and know, you know even you just saying that is like, you know, just a lovely kind of wave of reassurance for people. It really is. And, you know, this is very different from a, a man's shed idea. I know there's women's shed idea as well. This is sister shed. So this is very different. Like you say, it's yeah. women just coming for a chat, maybe upskilling in a certain way, self-care, connecting with each other. And like the, 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 the women actually end up meeting up outside the shed as well, don't they? It's amazing. Like, I mean, we, listen, the men shed, the women shed, the brilliant. We popped into D12, men shed, the crack was 90. They do great stuff. Um, but women, sometimes I feel anyway, we wear our heart on our sleeves. We're kind of, we, we move and shake differently. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, with a cup of tea in your hand and just the, the, the banter that goes on between women and stuff, it's just a little bit different on that level. And we kind of build a sisterhood. So in the sense of, that we're literally there for each other. Like, what would you expect from your sister? Can I pick up the phone and just tell her, listen, you know, I'm not feeling great. Or, great news, I have some great news to tell you. And then we kind of shine the light on each other. And so it's more like that. It's that kind of element, that it's that kind of essence that we try and bring in Sister Shed. Yeah, and, and I love that as well. A bit different. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely. And what I love about this is that there could be women who live near each other, but actually don't know each other, and then they connect for the first time through the sheds. You've had that experience as well. Oh, absolutely. We've had neighbours like literally facing each other for twenty years and wow. haven't known each other or spoke to each other. But I totally get that. You know, it's mm. not easy for me. I'm a talker. I'm a socialiser. It's just me. I was brought up around that with my mum anyway because. She knew half of Ireland, like, um, with her gift and her community kind of spirit thing. But um, for some people, it's not, not easy to just walk over and be like, hey, how's things? What are you doing? What's going on in your life, you know? And then it's not easy for people to just say, oh, this is going on, that's going on. So some people have just been living across from each other for 20 years and not even said hello or just a quick wave. Yes. And now they're in the sister sheds and they're probably like, do you want to go on a walk later? Yes. I know it's holiday at one stage they set up like they were going out for a walk. Baldoyle done a walking group as well at um, Host. And Finglas have gone out for um, teas and drinks and coffees and we ourselves have gone on a hen night. But, oh, uh, fantastic. Hen night. So it literally, so the whole shed just went out um, on a hen night. It was just great. Exactly. But, well, listen, I, I've met half them sisters from the shed at the Gillen event. Let me tell you, that would be one wild hen night. It really would. It would be really brilliant. Uh, but the other thing that I love as well, and this is happening tonight, uh, you've teamed up with Dublin City Council. You're running Fitness for Fun. It's going to be every Wednesday night. It's starting in Dublin initially, but this could be something that trickles down to the other sheds as well. Yeah, so, it, well, I tell you, it was a great turnout. So Dublin City Council jumped on board when we suggested a little bit of, like, you know, utilise our parks. You know, like, let's yep. get the women out, get movement. It's nothing about getting a six-pack. It's about, like, getting out, getting involved, being in the environment of, I don't know, you know, just being in an environment of other women, all shapes, sizes, all ages. It's not about fitness levels. It's about getting out and just movement. Movement yes. is so important for the body. Um, and it keeps us going kind of thing. I mean, you look at another 20, 30 women just moving in different ways. You don't really care what way you move. Um, and it might introduce people to going to the gym and just getting their fitness levels up. And you never know what could come out of that. So Dublin City Council jumped on board. So we have that in Rahini in, um, at the Stables, St. Anne's Park, yes, the Red Stables. Um, and we have, at the moment, Dublin City Council are running that for us. Um, and then we're hoping to take on the permit for that to do the 
Celia Body Healer Soul with Karen from KR Personal Training and Michelle from MC Yoga. So that's a fitness and yoga program put together for the sister sheds by them lovely ladies. Um, and then we have Tala also. I better throw that in from not next Saturday, the Saturday after. Sorry, I haven't got my calendar in front of me, but we can look it up. Um, and that will be with Mike Abt, who is brilliant as well. He's a personal trainer. And we just hope to bring it everywhere. I mean, we're just, we also want to bring in like meditation because we do a yes. lot of that in the sister sheds. We do Reiki. We do so much that's just soothing. So it, when I say fitness in the park, it kind of is just soothing, even though people are like, oh, fitness. But it was great turnout last week. And I think we're expecting a big turnout. Um, tonight, tonight as well <laughs> absolutely and the, the other thing that you're doing because you're a very busy lady you are setting up a shed in Stamullen this evening in St Pat's GAA so you're hoping that people maybe listening today might come down and check it out and suss out what's going on uh, listen just pop in have a cup of tea find out I suppose how it started where we're at and what we continue to do for the women in the sister sheds we support you fully so what what it is, is me and Rachel when we set the sister shed up we continue to go to support them for a bit and then the ladies make it whatever they want their sister shed to be. So they would say to us, look, Shereen, Rachel, we'd really love to do this, that and the other. Or we just want to have a cup of tea. Or for instance, last night in Tala, we done like um, interests and we spoke about like what the girls would be interested in. So then we go source facilitators. And then the facilitators, I have to give a big shout out to as well because they do know that at the moment we have no funding. So mm-hmm. they come in and they try and do it as cheap as possible. And it's just brilliant. The whole thing is just blown up. And I hope this time next year we have the country sold up. Never mind. Oh, 17 or I have no <laughs> doubt you are the very pair to do it because you're doing this. I should say this as well, that you're doing this completely voluntary yourself and yeah. Rachel. You're doing this busy mums yourselves, working around it and trying to get this up off the ground just purely to give back to women and to get women kind of feeling good. So we have to, to pay tribute to both of you uh, on this. I just wish you the very best of luxury. And I really, really do uh, with the one in Stamullen. And let me know if there's any more coming up as well locally I'll, I'll have to get down when Stamullen is up and running and, and check thank it out you, myself no, but for you, now thank you so so much for joining me and the best of luck awesome. with it Thank you so much, Ned. Take Thanks care. a million. Bye now. Shireen there, Shireen Hughes from Sister Sheds. Isn't it a fantastic idea? I mean, a great idea. And like, like I say, Shireen and Rachel are doing this just because. They're just doing it because they want women to feel good. If you want more information, you can check out Sister Sheds' Facebook group. It's on there. Also, if you want to register or get more details, they have an email. So they're sistersheds at gmail.com, sistersheds at gmail.com. And if you're in the Stamullen area or in that kind of surrounding area and you're thinking, do you know what? This is something that I could do it. A bit of me time, something for myself. St. Pat's GAA tonight, Stamullen at 7pm. 11 to 1. This morning we're talking about your first kiss because it's International Kissing Day. That's popping up in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 2007, Eva Longoria, actress from Desperate Housewives, she married uh, NBA Finals MVP Tony Parker. That was in Paris, so that's their anniversary today. And today is International Kissing Day. Whether it's just a peck or a long and passionate one, today is the day to celebrate a kiss and Hook her up with a loved one.
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Yes, we're talking about first kiss stories. They're getting in touch now on 086-1800-658. I was talking about my first kiss, which was schlubbery and it was a bit of a clang of teeth. Not the best. Uh, my first kiss was in the No Name Club, now the Star and Crescent, about 15 years old. All the friends stood there watching. Hashtag slobberfest. <laughs> but I got the shift. Hey! Oh, now listen, you see, it's the worst thing ever when your friends are all standing around having a gawk at you. I mean, seriously. I was a very naive 16-year-old. The school hunk asked me to slow dance. Nice one. Get in there. I was terrified. He tried to kiss me. I was all pursed lips and couldn't figure it out. (laughs) Needless to say, he didn't try a second time, says this message. Oh, listen, I know the pressure and it was the hunk of the school that everyone else wanted. I understand that, you know. Uh, So here, the first was uh, with me was when I was 11. Earlier on in the day, I'd met this boy and we'd arranged to meet at nine at the top of the road. Of course, that was way too late in our house. So I went to bed early, climbed out the window, down onto the porch and away up to the top of the road just to get the first kiss. It mightn't have been too bad because I went back for more. The only thing was, <laughs> it it difficult to get back up the porch. But it was worth it, says this message. I love it. And you've incorporated a sneak out in there on the parents as well. Love it. Keep them coming in. First kiss stories 86 658 We'll get back to some of those afternoons. And it's goodbye to food waste. We're going to be chatting about uh, Olio, the food sharing app. That's all to come. 11 to 1. On air online. On your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Coldplay. Viva La Vida kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And I want to wish uh, a happy birthday to Finian Masterson. And they have Clint in uh, com- in brackets here from Kildaki. Have a good one. That's coming in from Bernie and John. Hope you're having a fantastic day, Finian. Now, I want to just let you know about something that's going to be happening next week. Very excited about this. It's going to start. It's going to be a little series that we're going to start over the next couple of weeks. So last night, I reached out to my good pal, Aoife Bray, uh, Bradley. She's a personal trainer. She's the owner of my studio in Navin. She also runs Fuel 8 in Navin. She's a busy mum. She's always doing stuff for other people. And uh, she's the lady that organised the hugely successful Women Who Wow event in Navin. So I got chatting to her last night. And we came up with an idea for the show because this woman just inspires you. She really does. Um, so we were thinking, you know, people are finding life tough at the moment. People need help, people need advice, people need tips. So we're coming up with Wellness Wednesday, which I love. And it's going to be starting next week. So I says to her, listen, what? just give me a little synopsis, I said, to read out on the WhatsApp. Fire it over to me. So here she, she says, are your ducks in a row or do you even know where they are? <laughs> I can definitely relate to that first line. Now more than ever, people need to be looking after not only their physical well-being, but most importantly, your mental health. So let's learn some tips on how to start because it's all about starting. To start can always Always feel more daunting than the actual journey. So true. We can bury ourselves deeper and deeper into our own rut. So how can we get out? Well, Aoife has personally found herself in these situations and only uh, too recently after finding out the lease wasn't getting renewed after 11 years of creating my studio. So this woman has her own stuff that's going on. Uh, she's worked so hard to set up my studio in Navin. The lease is running out. 
She's there's pressure there with regards to that. She also has stuff going on in her own personal life as well. So she knows all too well the trials and tribulations and the the bangs really that life can give you. So myself and herself have put her heads together and we're coming up with Wellness Wednesday. So we're going to give you tips, advice on self-care, maybe motivation, uh, maybe, you know, trying to kind of get active again. Uh, all of that. All of that. She's also a big advocate for journaling and meditation and things like that, which we're definitely going to tap into as well. So that will be coming your way the first of a little series that we're going to do it's going to be starting next Wednesday right here on 11 to 1 which is great so back to today now and let's check in with the world of celebrity The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi I'm Louise Natalie Portman says all the training she did for the latest Thor movie made her feel the strongest she's ever been. The star returns as Jane Foster in Thor Love and Thunder, which is out in cinemas this week. She admits that while the hard work paid off, there were definitely downsides. There's some days you really don't feel like waking up at 5am before work to, you know, get your training in and, um, you know, the protein shakes you could definitely, like, not do after a few months. You're like, I don't want any more of that. Minions Rise of Gru and Bananas at the US box office over the weekend. Universal says it smashed the previous record set by Transformers Dark of the Moon in 2011. It's also the subject of a TikTok trend called Gentle Minions, whereby people dress up in formal attire to watch the movie in a cinema. A video of Lewis Capaldi has got over a million views on TikTok. He spotted a few people watching his concert on a balcony in a massive house beside his gig. He ended up calling them out for not buying a ticket. I'm glad to have you here. Hello. Thank you very much. It's a big house they're staying in as well. You'd think they'd be able to afford four tickets. <laughs> Don't be cheating them. They're laughing at you. They're saying, those schmucks. Everybody on the count of three, boo those people in the house. One, two, three. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. You can watch along. Don't worry. I'll, I'll send my tour manager over. He'll get the details. I want that money in my bank before we finish that. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. To be fair, if there was a concert going out, going on outside where you live, seriously, I'd be all for looking out as well and getting it all there. Uh, Louis Capaldi on The Buzz. The Buzz returns with Eddie Caffrey a little later on, but you can catch up with all their celebrity news on lmfm.ie. Keep your first kiss or first snog or the shift stories coming in on 086-1800-658. We're celebrating International Kissing Day today. Yes, there's a legitimate reason why we're talking about first kisses. Was yours nice? Was yours a nice first kiss? Was yours slobbery like mine? Did you bang teeth? Did you bang heads? Did you sneak out of the house to have your first kiss? I want to hear your stories. 086-1800-658. There's Kim Wilde. You keep me hanging on on LMFM's 11 to 1. Does it pain you to throw out food? Oh, it really does pain me. I hate to see food going to waste and particularly like fruit and vegetables and things like that are so good for you. And I grew up in a house where food waste definitely wasn't tolerated. It was just like not the done thing in our house. Well, my next guest kind of came from the same sort of scenario. Definitely food was not wasted in her house. And um, so much so that in 2014, she had a light bulb moment and she came up with a way that would help us reduce food waste. She set up Olio. It's a community food sharing app and it's going from strength to strength. We're going to be chatting to Tessa Clark. She's CEO and founder of Olio. She's going to join us after these. 11 to 1. With- 
There's Marine 5 with memories on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, my next guest grew up working on the family farm in North Yorkshire in England and is well aware of the hard work, time and effort that goes into producing the food we eat every day. And in her house, it was food was eaten, not thrown away. In 2014, when she was moving house uh, and had leftover food, she just couldn't throw it away. She had a light bulb moment which led her to starting up Olio, the community food sharing app. With tons of food waste being produced each year, this app couldn't have come at more crucial time. I'm delighted now to be joined by Tessa Clark. She's CEO and founder of Olio. She's going to tell us more about the app and how busy parents juggling childcare over the summer can have more time on their hands and less food waste. How are you doing, Tessa? Great, thank you. Really good to be with you. Great to to chat you on the programme. I heard about uh, this fantastic app a couple of years ago and I had to kind of find out more. Uh, So tell us about how it came about because it was really 2014 and a light bulb moment for you. It was, yes. So I was living overseas and moving back to the UK. And on moving day, the removal men told me I had to throw away all of our uneaten food. Now, you mentioned in your intro, I'm a farmer's daughter. So obviously, you know, food waste is a crime in my family. So I was not prepared to throw this food away. So instead, I packed up my newborn baby and my toddler and I set out onto the streets with this food, hoping to find someone to give it to. And unfortunately, for some reason, the lady who was always normally in her one spot wasn't there that day. So I felt really, really despondent about the fact that I'd gone to all this effort on this very stressful day to give away my food and had failed. So I went back to my apartment and when the packing men weren't looking, I smuggled the non-perishable food into the bottom of my packing boxes. And I can remember so vividly thinking, I'm probably performing a criminal offence right now, (laughs) smuggling food across the border. (laughs) But to me, it felt even more criminal to put perfectly good food in the bin when I knew there was someone probably less than 100 metres away from me who would like it. The problem was... They just didn't know about it. And at that point in time, I'd been working in the digital space for about a decade. And I knew there was an app for everything. And I couldn't believe there wasn't a simple app where I could offer my food to a neighbour and they could request it and pop around and pick it up. And this is where Olio came about. And I love this idea. Now, not everybody was kind of, you know, initially receptive to this. But your friend Sasha, who runs Olio, was immediately on board with you. She was, yes. Uh, most people thought that baby brain had got the better of me. And I should <laughs> get off of maternity leave and back to work pretty pronto with this crazy idea of a neighbour-to-neighbour food sharing app. But my co-founder, um, Sasha, who I had met uh, in America when we were studying sort of about 10 years before that, um, her parents are hippies from the Midwest of Iowa. So the minute I told her about this sort of uh, neighbourly food sharing app, she immediately loved it and got it. And we then started to research the problem of food waste and And what we discovered absolutely blew our brains um, and we became immediately committing to launching earlier to try and solve the problem of food waste. Yeah, because you notice that there's just tons and tons of food waste all the time. But what interestingly, what you did notice as well was, because you did some research into this, people are not happy about food waste and they're not happy about throwing their own waste away. We, We get upset about it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we discovered that globally, a third of all the food we produce each year gets thrown away, which is worth over a trillion US dollars. Um, And we discovered that in sort of countries such as Ireland, such as the UK, Western Europe, the US, roughly half of all food waste takes place in the home. Um, And that was really, really shocking to us. And we discovered, though, that people hated throwing away food. So we did some research which showed us that one in three people told us that they were physically pained throwing perfectly good food in the bin. And I'm sure you can relate to that feeling when you just go, oh, you sort of throw it away and you wish you didn't have to, but you feel like you've got no choice. And what we have realized is there's lots of reasons why we find ourselves 
with too much food at, at home. Maybe we've over-catered for a party or we're going away on holiday or we want to eat in or we've had unwanted food gifts. Or we go on a diet or our two-year-old's favorite food is no longer their favorite <laughs> food today. For whatever yeah. reason it is, you've got too much food. But the reason why that becomes food waste is because we're no longer connected to our local community. We no mm. longer have anyone to give that food to because we tend to live in these sort of isolated little boxes, very kind of disconnected. And um, that was kind of the real breakthrough insight, really, realizing that there's been no innovation since the rubbish bin and that people really do want a better solution. They do want to be able to give their food away to someone who lives nearby who would like it, but they just don't know how to do that. And that's exactly what the Olu app is all about. We connect you with your local community so you can give away your spare food in a way that's it's really simple to use, it's very safe to use, um, and most importantly, it's really fun. It feels absolutely amazing to give your spare food away because roughly half of the food added to the app is requested in less than 21 minutes. Wow. So immediately after you've added it, very quickly you've got generally more than one person sort of requesting it. So it's really um, gratifying um, having people sort of wanting what you don't want. And then you get to sort of hand it over um, on the doorstep and often it can be really nice just you get that incredible sort of warm feeling of giving something away that you don't want but that someone else can make really good use of and I think especially with the cost of living crisis mm. going on right now I think you know there's a real opportunity for us to all to pull together and support one another as a community by giving away our spare food rather than throwing it away. I love it. And as you say, you know, we're also in our own kind of bubbles. We're connecting with people through the food. And I remember actually as well, just as you were saying there about, you know, growing up, definitely my parents would have been cross if food was wasted. And my granny used to always say she wanted to see happy plates. That was her little <laughs> mantra yeah. that she drilled into us as well. So now there's a lot of happiness being spread to this. So can is it just as simple as downloading this and away we go? How does it work from a practical yeah. uh, point of view? So um, you search for Olio, which is spelled O-L-I-O, in the App Store or Google Play, or you can also um, use Olio via our website. And it's free to download and it's free to use. And you just simply, it's really easy to use as well. So you just uh, sort of uh, take a photo of your spare items, which could be food that you want to give away, or other household items as well. So it could be toiletries or books or clothes or kitchen appliances. So you snap a photo of your item to add it to the Olio app. And then neighbours living nearby get an alert, letting them know that something new has been added near them. And then they can browse the listings, request what they want to so have a private uh, in-app messaging. Um, and so someone will send you a message requesting your item. It's up to you to choose who you want to give the item to. So every mm-hmm. user has a profile, they're SMS verified. You can see their star rating. You can see how many other people they're shared with. Um, and then once you've decided who you want to give your item to, um, you can send the pickup address to them via the app. And the pickup address can either be your home, which is what most people do. It's kind of doorstep to doorstep. But equally, um, you can agree to meet um, you know, outside a local cafe or... Like a mutual place. Yeah, halfway or something. Place, yeah. 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 And and this launched in, in obviously the UK initially. Is it grown now? Are people from all over using this? Yeah. So we passed a, a really exciting milestone uh, about a month ago now. So we've had our six millionth... Wow. Person, um, join Olio. And we've had items successfully shared uh, in 63 countries so that far. That is and incredible. It, and, and the environmental impact of what we've had. So we've had 55 million portions of food successfully given away. We've had 5 million household items given away. And the environmental impact of that is equivalent to taking 164 million car miles off the road. And we've also saved 8.3 billion litres of water. 
Um, so Amazing. So sharing your spare with a neighbour is one of the simplest but highest impact things you can do to not only support and help your community, but also play your role in, in tackling the climate crisis too. Wow, that must feel incredible when you see statistics like that coming in. It must be like a fantastic feeling that you're doing so much good for the it environment. Is. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's for the environment. And then also kind of on, on the human level as yes. well. We ran some research recently and over 40% of our community say that they feel less lonely since wow. joining Olio. And over 40% of uh, people say that they've made friends. Oh, listen. App. And that Olio is helping improve their mental health. It's helping improve their financial health. Um, so, yeah, it just gives you this very sort of warm, glowing feeling that really sort of, I think that it can be a bit grim in the world yes. um, out there right now. And it does really help um, sort of reaffirm your faith in humanity. Oh, it really does. It really does. Now, with two children yourself, you're well aware of the childcare struggle over the summer holidays. You do have some great tips for parents with little time, because let's be honest, we're all juggling around children at the moment. Uh, but we will get more time and we'll cut down our food waste. What are your tips, Tessa? Yeah, so, so my, my, my sort of top tip, um, and this, this honestly feels like a master sort of Jedi life hack in <laughs> my life, um, is, uh, and it sounds old fashioned, um, but it's a good one, is batch cooking. Okay. So um, I'm sure like sort of many of your listeners, you know, I do need to caveat this with I'm not a great cook, although I've got a lot better. Um, but you know, I always had that sort of that mad dash, that 30 minutes at the end of the day, yeah. work, you need to get everyone fed, you're tired. Um, you need to get it done quickly. And it's really, really hard when you sort of cook every single day um, to cook in a way that prevents food waste. It's really hard to um, cook in a way that's necessarily kind of healthy for your family or kind of good for the environment. And the single biggest sort of transformative thing I did was to start batch cooking. And so instead of cooking at the end of the day, I'll spend a couple of hours on a Sunday afternoon. I'll pick, you know, some great entertainment to listen to, podcasts or music, whatever you want pull out a couple of recipe books and I'll do all the cooking for the week. Um, and what it means is you can kind of buy your ingredients in bulk, mm-hmm. save an awful lot uh, of money instead of buying it in kind of small amounts as you go along. Also, um, I've been able to really experiment with cooking vegetarian and sometimes even vegan meals, which I could never figure out how to do before at the end of, uh, the, end of the busy working day. But on the weekend with a recipe book, a bit of investment in some herbs and spices um, and, and off you go. And I've also found, again, that sort of cooking vegan and vegetarian food, it's um, a massive cost saver because you're not spending yes. much money on, on your meat and your fish. And in particular, you're getting a ton of protein through um, your beans and your pulses and stuff like that. And if you can uh, find a local shop where you can buy uh, your beans and stuff uh, dry, mm-hmm. then it, you know, it's even cheaper than it is in the tin. So it's such a cost-effective way to feed your family um it's really healthy saves you a ton of time um you don't have all the plastic packaging waste as well so i just get a subscription box buy some dried beans and lentils and stuff like that and and off you go so you save a lot of money you're eating healthier no plastic waste no food waste because when you kind of bulk cook you can freeze up portions Mm -hmm. um to use kind of later on and you can also use up all the odds and ends that you've got when you're perhaps you know cooking a big stew or a big chili or something like that so 
Yeah, really great tips. Yeah, and I think the big, the biggest part of all of this is like you know that sort of four or five o'clock time in the day when you're going. What are we going to eat for the dinner? That's the first yeah, thing. Like That's the first. Put it out the fridge and pop it in the oven, and it's already been done for you. So. Fantastic. And uh, what I love as well about this is if we make too much on the batch cooking, we can always share it on the Olio app as well, which is exactly. uh, where it comes exactly. full circle, which is absolutely brilliant. And you do have like lots of guidelines there regarding you know food safety, that kind of thing as well for people. Yeah, so the most important um, rule for everyone to be aware of is that you can't give away food on the Olio app after its use-by date. Mm-hmm. The use-by date is the health and safety date. But absolutely home-cooked food um, is more than welcome. Food after its best before date. Perhaps if you have bought you know, a big bag of carrots and you can't use them all, you can actually put opened um, bags of stuff on, on the app as well. And the demand for that food is extremely high because often people will think, well, will anyone really want you know, half a head of broccoli or two limes or half a bag of carrots? And the answer is a massive yes. So the food listings are requested, as I said, sort of within 25 minutes. So there's uh, there's lots of demand. There's lots of demand. I think what you're doing, Tessa, is is absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you so, so much for sharing everything about the app and that wonderful advice on batch cooking. Thank, thank you, you so, so much for joining me today. Lovely to be with you. Thank Thanks you. a million. Bye now. Tessa Clark there. Isn't it amazing? There you go. And like Tessa said, you know, if you do only have a few carrots left in the bag and you know you're not going to use them, there is going to be demand on the app. It is completely free to download. Okay, so O-L-I-O. That's the name of it from the app store. O-L-I-O. You can also check out their website. So it's O-L-I-O-E-X dot com. Okay, O-L-I-O-E-X dot com. That's where you'll find all of the details. 11 to 1. Yeah, there they are, the commitments. Try a little tenderness. Yeah, yeah, we're talking tender moments. We're talking kissy moments. We're talking getting the shift. Your first snog. Kissing, your first kiss. It's International Kissing Day today. We're asking you to share your first kiss and you're obliging. Thank you so much. Here's regular listener David. He says, good morning, Sinead. I had my first snog. Oh, he's a bit now posher than somebody saying the shift. 43 years ago to a girl living across the road from me in her hallway. He says, I was having a coffee in Blanchestown two weeks ago and this girl came up to me and said, are you David Finnegan? And I said, it depends. And she says, I'm Geraldine. It was her. The first kiss. She returned to his life 40 years later. Oh, David, that could be a sign now. Could be a sign. Love that story. Thank you so much for that. Uh, also on text. Hi Sinead. Oh, this is lovely. Hi Sinead. My first kiss was 32 years ago. He must have liked it because he's now my husband. <gasps> Love it. Love it. I also have another one coming in here. Uh, we were both leads for the school musical. Our teacher wanted us to do the kiss a week or two before the show, so it would be kind of less pressure to do it for the first time during the actual show. It felt like a lot of lead up. Also, there was a few people there finishing packing up their backpacks. When he kissed me, I sort of panicked <laughs> and let out a mini yelp. Not the most romantic, but I definitely won't forget it, says this message. Oh my God. Yeah, you see... This is what happens as well, you know, in the middle of kind of louder people and stuff like that. And it's the school play. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Not good. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was in summer camp under a disco ball. It was the last dance of summer. I had the biggest crush on him for the entire summer. It was great. Says this message. Oh, the summer camp kiss. Love it. Keep them coming in 086 1800 658. 
LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. McDonald Bus Hire requires a bus driver with a full D licence. You can apply to info at mcdonaldsbushire.com. Downey Furniture Design requires a cabinet making general operative with two years experience. You can email downeyfurnituredesign at gmail.com. And Loud Fades, the gentleman's barber shop, have full and part-time positions available for fully qualified barbers. You can apply to Loud Fades, so L-O-U-D-F-A-D-E-S at gmail.com. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. It's almost time to finish up, but I can't resist another last uh, one or two first kiss pro- uh, first kiss stories. Uh, I was about 15, Sinead. First kiss, gorgeous girl behind the bike shed. She finished a cigarette, popped chewing gum into her mate and went for it. It was great, says Sean. Oh, Sean. Sounds like she was very cool altogether. Uh, my first kiss was behind a bathroom building on the beach uh, between two storage units. The guy then decided to start a relationship with one of my best friends later that night. Oh, that's not great. <laughs> That's not a nice ending to that. Oh my God. First kisses. They're so traumatic, aren't they really? They really are. Thank you so much for sharing all of your great first kiss stories. It is International Kissing Day. So kiss somebody nice in your life. Uh, you know, somebody that you love. Anybody. Kiss them. Uh, that is our lot of the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. We'll leave you with the thrills. Have a great day. Start to ch- chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website gilmores.ie to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.